Welcome to Books with Bagby, a podcast about books. In this podcast, I sit down with authors discussing the reason behind certain books that they've written, or we just sit and talk about education, music, technology, or something of the like. If you find this podcast to be your cup of tea, make sure you like, subscribe, and all the things. And share it with your friends, because solos are for grain, not education. And now, Books with Bagby. Hello. <laughs> Today we have Rochelle Denae Pope, and she is an educator, an attorney, an author, and a consultant. And today we will be talking about the things I wish I knew. I guess it's not the things I wish I knew. It's just things I wish I knew. Yeah. And I'd like to add when I'm tw- when I was 22, because that's what she said in the book. So, <laughs> uh, so I know that you wrote about it in the book. Why? What was the reason behind writing this? Um, you've been doing your thing for a little while and you decided, oh, I wish I knew that, I guess. Yeah. So what was the impetus? Uh, that's a great question because sometimes I'm like, why did I write this one again? And <laughs> like, you forget, you know, you do, you get involved in so many things and I do a lot of different writing with blogs and of course the books, uh, whether like they're my own or contributing and, and then you get so used to telling stories about things, but with this book, there were actually two that I was working on at the same time. Uh, one was, they came out the December before, and that's True Story Lessons That One Kid Taught Us, and then this one. And when I was preparing and just thinking about ideas, because the one about the true story came up because I started to think about students and lessons I learned from them over the years and some things that were like really funny experiences, some things that were challenging and everything in between. And I just started to literally like write a list on paper. And then the list just kept growing and growing. And I'm like, I know I'm going to lose this list. So I threw it into a folder and I just started to make this long list. And then I remember talking to somebody and saying, you know, telling them one of these stories and saying, yeah, you know, I really wish I knew that when I started teaching, I wish I knew that at this point, or when I had this interaction with this kid there. So they're kind of like interconnecting a little bit. And so anyway, I started to think about it. I'm like, well, I don't really necessarily want to make it just things that I wish I knew because there's things that, you know, I wish other people knew or that somebody else, like other educators might fill in that statement about you know what I wish students knew or, or administrators or parents or anybody. And so like I did for some of the other books, you know, I love sharing other people's stories. I mean, I have a ton, I can tell, but I like to learn from other people. And it also helps your own growth because when you, you think that you might have been the only person to ever, ever experience something, and then you read about somebody else's experience, you're like, gee, I, somebody else went through this too, and this is how they handled it, or this is what difference it made in their lives. And so I decided to change it. And so I actually reached out to members of my PLN that had written in other books. And then I posted messages on Twitter and I just said, you know, I'm writing these two books. I had these different starters and prompts and I let people fill out a Google form. And I had one contributor to this book that wrote, I think four or five short vignettes. And I gave a length. I said, it could be 300 words. It could be 200. It could be, you know, 700. I wasn't doing chapters in this book, but I got such a variety that I even thought about splitting it into two books, like things I wish, dot, 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 focus on teacher edition and then administrators. But, you know, it it was a hefty process to try to 
kind of figure out how to put it together. But I liked that it represented so many different voices and perspectives in it and, you know, new teachers. Like I have a teacher that's in there from Tennessee, um, a first year teacher, just graduate, starting to teach in the pandemic, you know, all of these things she wished she knew before going to the classroom and then retired educators and everywhere in between. And so just reading through it myself, I'm like, yep, there's another thing I wish I knew. Uh, I could have written that same story and wow, what a difference that would have made for me or for my students or just, you know, my, my connections because having heard a story or read a story in a book, you could share that information with others too. So that's kind of the long answer to where it came from. It, it stemmed from starting to write this other book and just mm -hmm. evolved to this whole other project. So uh, as you're thinking about the whole idea of these are things that I wish I knew. These are things that other teachers wish they knew. As we're picking out these different things that folks wish they knew, what is the deep lesson or understanding you want or idea from this? Is there an idea specifically that you want yeah. to generate uh, from this? You know, I, for me personally, the one, there was one word, which it's hard for me sometimes to come up with like one of anything when I'm asked, you know, <laughs> what would you do? What would you say? Yes. But after I had written the book and put everything together, I was thinking about, you know, what am I taking away from this? Mm -hmm. What is something that I wish I knew? Like, what's the one big <laughs> thing? Because there's a lot of things. Yes. And it came down to the one word connect. And yes. I think that that word in itself represents so much. I mean, just so much because, you know, I look at how I connected with you and that's because I, I jumped into a Twitter chat that I, mm. I wasn't even living anywhere near any of, any of the people <laughs> that were in it. Yes. It's like, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm not from Tennessee or anything. And then you and several others that we know, you know, were some of the first people that I met in real life. And had I not taken that, okay, I guess I'll do the Twitter thing and get on social media and get into these chats and then meeting in person at conferences. And I mean, just since that point, but even what the book represents, like had I not done that, so many of the people that are in here, I'd say probably 15 or 20 of them, I've never met in person, mm. uh, but I feel so connected to them because they've shared their stories with me and with everybody else. And so when I think about the word connect for me, had I started to connect when I started teaching. Granted, things were way different back then. Oh, we, didn't, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have all of these, or I mean, we might've had ISTE. I'm not, I don't know when we started. NCCE um, is what, or wait, any. N-E-E-C, N-E-E-C. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, PLNs and PLCs, what we hear about now and all the social media spaces and communities that we, that we could be a part of, they didn't exist. Um, so I didn't take that chance and I didn't really reach out to people in school. One, because you're so busy as a new teacher. It's like, where mm -hmm. do you find the time? Even now, people I teach next door to, it's like, you, you barely have enough time to see them. But thankfully we have all these faces where you could be, going for a walk and you know, you're on Voxer or you jump into Twitter chat or something. Um, but the, that word connect just symbolizes like a lot. Connect with the colleagues, connect with students because building those relationships mm -hmm. is absolutely essential and what a difference yes. that has made in my life. And then just being connected and being able to share the stories in this book and in the other ones, I don't know, just hopefully when you know people pick it up and they read the book, they might think, oh, I'm sure they're gonna be like, yep, Something else I wish I knew, uh, but hopefully it helps them to realize the power of being connected and they reach out to some of the people that can contribute to this too, if they don't already know some of them, because it's like, it's a, it's such a big world, but it's so small at times too, that, you know, we are interconnected in so many different ways. Well, I have to admit, after reading a few of these, I actually 
looked them up on Twitter and started following a couple of them. I was like, I, uh, I, I don't follow this person. I don't know. Them. So, and, but then there's the ones that of course we all follow. Right, <laughs> they were in right. there, but, but that's okay. It, it was good to hear their stories as well. Yeah. Uh, what was the greatest challenge in writing this book? I know you cl- collecting people and mm-hmm. telling their stories. That sounds, hmm, that's not too challenging or is it? it yeah. Well, <laughs> This time, not as much as the first go round, because mm-hmm. when I first started the book writing process, I was actually writing three books at the same time. Of course you were. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and two of the three, I had you know stories from other educators, not nearly as many. Uh, one of them had, I think I had five people write individual chapters. That was the first one, in other words. And then I had some other vignettes sprinkled throughout because it was focused on the quotes. And then I, you know, added what people perceived from their, the quote that they had. And then another one had, I think maybe, I don't know, eight to 10 people with short vignettes. And then I think I had three guest chapters in that. And then the third book in that series was one I was writing on my own, but in my mind, whenever I was using all these Google forms and I'm like, Oh, I got all these stories and I'm putting it together. Then I went, wait a minute. I have to put all this together. I have to go through and edit this. I got to figure out how to package it up so that it flows. And it, it is a massive project. In the first couple, you know, doing them all at the same time, I had papers and notes and post-its and everything all over the place. I did have the Google form, so I had a nice spreadsheet with everybody's information, but I, I worked a little bit smarter on this one by the way that I had them contribute because I had you know, laid it out really clearly, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is the length. This is the font, all of these types of things. And granted, some people didn't do that, but that's, it's not a huge deal, (laughs) but there was enough consistency that that took out, you know, a little bit of the time consumption of like the workflow to create it. But the, the number of people, you know, this one, including myself has, has 50 and some of the stories are a little bit shorter, uh, some of them I had, I didn't have a Google document because that's the other thing I did too, is I had them write it in a Google doc so they could keep it, but then share that link with me. So then I could all in the spreadsheet and go in and have access to them because before it was just a little bit of a mess, but, uh, you know, so, so th- those were some of the challenges, but some of which had resolved way better than the two years prior working on the other ones. And then just figuring out because I wanted to connect and have some type of, re- of re- a reflection after the story that I could relate to or a way to connect the stories to one another. I just thought it was important to kind of, I don't know, read the person's or share the person's story and then have some takeaway from it for myself or to have some kind type of question or something, you know, that people would read it and think about their own experience too, just to show that like, yes, I, you know, I, I read this story, I get this, or to connect even some stories that were like, Know, next to each other in the book, the organization of it was a little tricky mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out because I'm like, well, I can't really have chapters so much, you know, what's the, what are the commonalities and themes and, you know, trying to focus it. And I, I jumped them around a lot. So, uh, but I was happy with, I'm happy with the way that it turned out. And uh, the, the funny thing about my books is like, there really aren't any that you have to read like from cover to cover because you can open it up and you can just start. I mean, I want you to read the whole thing, but, yes. but you could flip through and see the title of somebody's story in any of these books. And it just might be the thing that like you need to read on that day and it catches your attention. And then you read that one vignette and then you pick the book up again. And so hopefully there's something in it for everybody, not just people in education, because that's important to me as well. I mean, I think 
especially with this book, some of the themes in it uh, that yes. people express are things that, you know, in the world of work, if yes, you're working in an office, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to connect and you have to take risks and um, reach out and build your network. And I think it's just really good lessons for anybody. And I don't know, I hope that people will enjoy reading it and then that they'll share their story with me yes. or with others, because it might just be, you know, you think that you're alone or that somebody won't understand or, I don't know. I've had people come to me and say, you know, I'm not cut out for teaching and I'm having this problem and showing that vulnerability, but then being able for me to say, Hey, I went through that same thing or being able to pick up a book, any book, not just my book, but read something and, and realize that you're not alone. And yes. somebody has been through that uh, and it's okay. And just making that impact on somebody else, it might just totally change how they're feeling, what they're experiencing or their decision about potentially leaving a profession that they're made for just thought of the one who my uh, things I wish I knew as in why so many teachers are leaving a profession <laughs> that was one of the ones yeah I was like oh <laughs> I was like huh, huh, okay I need to share this with her. that's exactly what I thought I know um, so thinking of your publications and what you have done and what you I, 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 I don't know I'm trying to think I believe the first time I met you in a book was another someone else's publication uh, okay. I think you did a chapter or something in, was it a tech book or something? Uh, uh, yes. A big book with a green cover. Uh, I have it somewhere back here, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's the first time I met you in a book. Yeah, there are, uh, I think that you're, because I did EduMatch, yes, Snapshot yes. in Education, and I think that was 2016 was the first one, and I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is the best opportunity ever and and they are doing one for this year so for anybody who's been thinking about like yeah I'd like to write but I don't know if I'm really ready for a book people that are writing look for you know opportunities to just contribute a story a vignette a chapter and uh I had that one and then there was a book with ISTE called Gamify Literacy uh, actually it was that one it was Gamify that one Literacy. okay yes. I wonder because when you say green because Snapshot was green and I have that upstairs too I think um, Gamify is green yeah, there's there's like a lime green to it. And okay. I wrote about, yeah, I wrote about goose chase using goose chase in mm -hmm. my Spanish class. And, uh, and, and that opportunity came about not because I was in ISTE, but I happened to join in a Twitter chat and connected with Michelle who put the book together, who was looking for ideas. And I'm like, all right, we'll just, <laughs> I'll write this up and see how this goes. And um, that was one of the first opportunities too. So, I mean, there are a lot of opportunities out there to share your story. And it's important that you do. And this is not something that I ever thought that I would say, because I kept <laughs> things to myself, which yeah, I'm an open book, because you could read about like, I'm very open about some experiences, personal and professional in this book, especially. And um, if that helps somebody else, then that's, that's good. That's my purpose is. Well, great. So that was the beginning. Are there anything that we can expect on the horizon? Are there things that are just coming out? That you can, that you have coming, brewing, boiling. Yeah, that's the that's been the the question, which is <laughs> it's kind of funny because when this book came out in December last year, I I didn't know what to do with myself because it was the first time in three years that I hadn't been writing, and mm. you know now I lost track. I'm like, do I have seven books or do I have eight? It's kind of funny, <laughs> and, you know. And, I, and and I've contributed to several too, but I I do have something that's in progress we'll call it it's been yes. in progress for a while uh i do have something that i'm kind of revamping a little bit potentially so we'll see but 
I've been spending a lot of time working on blogging and mm -hmm. the doctoral program that I'm in had me pretty busy. That, that Wait, was kind of- You're in another one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get out of my first one and then maybe I'll look at other things, but congratulations. Yeah. Well, on your thank work. you. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I just, I loved learning and there was like, there, I needed something that- I to totally do. get it. I've yeah. already found another program once I finished the one I'm in. <laughs> I know we're crazy. Always. Yeah, but a good kind. <laughs> yes. So is there a gym you would like to share with the audience? What special gym? And it doesn't even have to be directly from this book, but yes. I, um, as educators, we always have things that we have in our back pocket that we love to share with everyone. Uh, that's why I got into education because I wanted to share the love of music, the love of technology and things that people can create. I wanted mm -hmm. to share that. So I always have gyms and soap boxes and all the other things. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I'd kind of rather just listen to you talk about the gems <laughs> in your ideas, because I'm finding that to be very interesting. No, I mean, there are certain things that I'm, you know, one, I just, I love writing and I love amplifying other people's voices. Like that's, that's something that I really like to do and encouraging people. If you have an interest, I mean, adults, us educators, anybody, students to, to write, to share your work, whatever that is, um, to be creative, to take risks. Again, not something that I always did, but for me more so it's been, you know, put yourself out there and really connect. There's the word again, connect mm -hmm. with, with students and try things that are different and be spontaneous um, in the work that you do and don't feel like, and somebody, some people might get like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she said that. But don't feel like you're so confined by the curriculum and, and everything that you have to, to teach. And I, and I think it's easier for me to say that because I'm a language educator primarily. And so I'm the only Spanish teacher. So I just, I keep on rolling. Yes. And I understand that, you know, with different content areas and grade levels, there are things like you have to get, you have to get things done. And there are certain time constraints to that. But even just the, the smallest, lightest things that you can do to kind of bring some excitement into the day or uh, find ways that not only lift the students up, but that also lift you up. I mean, prime example, uh, I today, for example, I just randomly said to my students, hey, uh, we're going on a field trip. <laughs> They're like, okay, okay, where are we going? I go, just grab a pencil, grab a pen and follow me. And I grabbed some highlighters and I had, you know, clothing vocabulary that we're working on. And I had printed a word search. So I had the, the highlighters, I had some lollipops and it was a beautiful day outside. And we went outside, they did that. And then we did, a, we did a fashion show where each one of them had to stand. And then somebody had to take turns describing what the person was wearing, the student was wearing in Spanish, of course. And we were on the sidewalk of the school. So it was kind of like a runway and um, did, you know, did I cover every single thing that I might have thought I would have covered inside the classroom? Not entirely, but there were other perks to it. You know, the, the students were able to interact and build social emotional learning skills and to get outside and to have some fun and just to relax a little bit. It's a stressful time of the year yes. uh, in school at the end of in May and people were still in school in June and, and just finding like the slightest thing. I mean, just even me saying we're going outside was like, I just gave them all a million dollars. So little moments. I am positive um, in two years, you can ask them about that field trip outside and they will remember that because yeah. you're making an impression on those kids. Yeah, and it, it is, it is, uh, it was interesting. It was fun. And then I'll, I'll just, I'll tell you this one other one thing because the two classes, then all day it was, I heard we're going outside. I went, wow, that was Spanish too. Because the Spanish one classes, they're larger. So it's a little bit harder to contain right now. And 
but the second Spanish two class, when they were doing the word search, they decided that every time, well, I kind of encourage them to do this. So I'm a little bit to blame, but every time they found a word, they would do like bingo and they would shout the word in Spanish. And it was just so <laughs> funny because they're outside yelling these Spanish words into, you know, the parking lot, but it was practice, right? Because they're hearing each other. And so it was just, it, yes. it was a completely different out of the box way to do it, but it was fun. Well, thank you. So we've been talking with Rochelle about uh, things I wish things I wish <laughs> I knew. I'm sorry. That's good. I'm losing my mind here. Uh, but uh, before we let you go, how can folks connect with you? Because there's that word again, connection. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. So surprisingly, I'm, I'm found on like all social media networks. And I wrote a series of blogs about those. Like, ah, I was wrong about Facebook and Twitter and all these things. But on uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm R-D-E-N-E-915, so R-D-E-N-E-915. I have a blog site, my Gmail. You just got to add, you know, the appropriate www.com or the at Gmail around the R-D-E-N-E-915 and you'll find me uh, and on Facebook and LinkedIn. So I would love to connect. I would love to hear stories. And if anybody is thinking about writing, I, I do have a blog site and I love guest blogs about any topic in education that you're excited about, something you're doing in your classroom. Just check out my site, send in your guest blog, and I would love to highlight your stories. Well, there you go. So I, I guess I'll get my um, fingers to work and yeah. type up a guest blog mm -hmm. after I finish my homework. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for coming and joining me today. Um, yeah. It's been a pleasure. I always enjoy having you uh, on a chat or be it virtual or face-to-face. -face I know. Uh, and we'll go and have some fun learning and growing with each other. But so, before we go, as always, uh, I would like to go ahead and let everyone know that uh, in a classroom, in a boardroom, wherever you may be, uh, take the time to do a few things. Ask good questions, answer the ones you can, make someone feel special, and of course, be great because you are great. Thank you. <laughs>